0: Crypto Cranks, we're back. Episode five. This episode, we're gonna have a nice chat. We're gonna try to make this episode kind of free flowing conversation. We don't have really topics that we exactly want to talk about. Well, we kind of do, but we want to have this be more of like a free flowing conversation rather than us trying to teach. I think that I think we both agree that that'll probably go uh, pretty well. Pretty
1: well, and I think it will be educational in its own right. Yeah, hopefully. So... Please teach me something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's just talk. So we're going to talk about like Bitcoin in five to 10 years. Hmm. So first, let me hear what you think about Bitcoin. And let's go with just five years. Five years. So the year right now is 2019. It's almost 2020. We're in November. So let's just
1: go ahead and say 2025. 2025. What Bitcoin looks like. I would say we already have many prediction models in the next five to 10 years putting Bitcoin in like the like the five, or not the, what am I trying to say? Five figures? Yeah. Five to six figures? Yeah. Um, Recently, there was a report that said 90,000 was a figure by, like, next year, which that may be...
0: I mean, the halving, I mean, I think the halving is really the selling point on all these major Mm. numbers. I mean, duh, like, like, it's like, yeah (laughs) the price wouldn't change without the halving, but I think people are really trying to hone in on, like, because the halving created the last influx. So, like...
1: Yeah, it was partial. And, and if you remember, we're, we're throwing this term halving. Some people call it the halvening. Um, it just depends on what you like better. I prefer having because it's easier to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm lazy. And I'm so, illiterate. <laughs> <laughs> so, that is where the supply per block mind. So, the block reward gets halved. So... It's going to go from 12.5 to 6.25, meaning only... Is that what it is? Is that what y- it's going to? Yes, I believe so. Okay. I'm, I'm going to, while you talk, I'm going to make sure I have that number correct. Okay, but yeah, I
0: think, like, well, like, when's, like, here. here's my question. When's the next halving after that? Because that I don't know. It's roughly
1: every four years. Four years. So we'll be seeing another halving in... Um, 2024-ish. Should be, yes.
0: So, see, I don't know if it's, like, I don't know if the having is going to create, like, a, like a, a chart of, like... What's this kind of chart called? Like where it goes up sharply. Oh, okay. You're you're
1: talking habit. like uh you're t- um almost just like a price over time yeah, graph.
0: I, I don't know if the price over time is gonna go like x yeah, here here we go. I don't know if it's gonna be exponential, like where it's just gonna double on itself and it's just gonna keep doubling and mm-hmm. it's gonna go like like from twenty thousand eighty thousand to yeah. two million, or if it's gonna just keep du- like literally doubling from having. Mm-hmm.
1: I think Long term, and you and I have talked about this before, even just privately, just kind of in passing, long term, if Bitcoin wants to be used as a
0: actual method, as an
1: actual medium of exchange to Mm -hmm. replace current currency systems, we have to get to a point where we have to stop looking at it as per Bitcoin Mm -hmm. and we have to start looking at it by Satoshis Yeah, to where we're saying... Because no, in no way, shape, or form is twenty-one million bitcoins enough to transact the entire world's. Yeah, it it that that it's impossible. So we have to get to a point where we're almost looking at like a satoshi is a dollar. Let's just yeah. go like one. One satoshi is one U.S. dollar. We have yeah. to get to that point because then every bitcoin is. One hundred million dollars.
0: Yeah, and like my worry for that is like they're like we and we've also talked about this There's so much like it's supposed to be decentralized like Mm -hmm. like Bitcoin is but it's also very centralized There's a lot of people that hold a lot of Bitcoin Mm -hmm. and by that I mean companies miners Russians uh, I think the Chinese just opened it back up So they're about to slam on the game as hard as Mm -hmm. they can and there's about to be a lot of companies like capitalism like um, I think it's Prado's principle where it's 20% of uh, of people do like 80% of the work, but you mm-hmm. can also do that with income. So like 20% of the people have 80% of the income. Oh yeah, It's about to have 20% of the people own 80% of the Bitcoin. And that's not and that's really... that's a problem. That's yeah. a problem. And I think that's why Bitcoin's not going to die in the next five to 10 years, but like there is going to be another medium that's going to piggyback off Bitcoin. Not like BTC cash, but there's going to be another medium that's going to piggyback off of it, which will do it better and hopefully will... Decentralized it but the thing is there always needs to be the rich and the poor because that's just how the life works oh and i think so like like there is gonna be an 80 20 at some
1: point yeah oh and i think um going off of that is bitcoin has every possibility to be that global exchange yeah. but i think because it is so i think in our in our world and under a lot of the current economic models mm-hmm. i think there is inevitably going to be some some element of centralization i think it's inevitable because we have governments that want to regulate things and so bitcoin probably maybe not but you know we've talked about like ripple being a global payment yeah here's system. the
0: thing i love bitcoin like i'm a, i'm i love bitcoin mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean like i i have to think it's like the right way Because I mean, all
1: the all the Bitcoin only people are like, they're they're not following our podcast anymore now. (laughs) Not that they were following it to begin with. But
0: I mean, I can't blame those people because I think they're making wise decisions because I still think it's going to go up. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't. Oh, and every every model, every
1: everybody you talk to, even even it's not like many economists you're talking to is this there. We're about to kind of go through another. A rot what's the right not you know how products have life cycles. We're about to hit another one of those rise cycles because, because of this, when you break this down the halving and the next five, and well, and technically in two years and five or two years in five years, we have two halvings, yeah, because we're right at the beginning of another one, and then so in the next five years, the supply is going to drop by half and then half so 100% drop we're gonna go from 6.25 bitcoin per every block reward then it's gonna have again it's gonna be what what's half of that 3.75 yeah so or uh, something something like like that. that yeah so i mean it's it's going to drastically drop in such a way that it's naturally by laws of Supply and demand. It's yeah. naturally going to go up. Where it's going to go up, we don't know yet. Obviously, because we can't look in the future, mm-hmm. even though we want to. But I'd love
0: to be able to do that. Top five superpowers. Top five
1: superpowers.
0: <clears throat> so, to like the thing though, I think Bitcoin will definitely be like Bitcoin will never, ever, ever leave the crypto. It's not even like it won't leave the crypto sphere. It will never leave the light. As in, it will always be number one. Like it's always going to be the grandfather gold standard. Bitcoin will never. You just said it right there. The Bitcoin will never not play a role in how cryptocurrency is worked around Mm. and like.
1: Well, you look at the precious metals market. You look at so you have gold. Gold mm -hmm. is like the original. Yeah. But now on the precious metals market, you have palladium. You have platinum. You have Mm -hmm. even I've seen rhodium traded because they're all in that palladium family they're all in like that that um white metal family and platinum and palladium i think both trade higher than gold right now yeah and
0: doesn't mean gold's not worth anything yeah it doesn't
1: mean gold isn't but gold is like the original store of value like over the millennia Mm -hmm. mankind has always had that like it's like that safe haven asset so that's what i see if bitcoin doesn't become the global payment system i hope it does i hope it does and i we're working towards that point you know they have like you know you have lightning network that layers on top of you have liquid network that layers on top of bitcoin Mm -hmm. if the omni network you have yeah so you have these ways of making it transactable and Mm -hmm. and i think also once we get to a point where where we are focused more on Satoshi's not Bitcoin. Bitcoin, yeah, full Bitcoin. Full Bitcoin. I think we'll also be able to. I think once we finally make that mind that shift, Mm -hmm. um, which is already really beginning, because you see these services like you can tip people in Satoshis (laughs) on Twitter now, um, just by you know like basically almost like tweeting at them, and Mm -hmm. then um, so we're kind of already moving towards that. So maybe in the next five years that shift will be complete, and then I think we can really start looking at it. But beyond that, if Bitcoin doesn't become the end all, be all global payment system, I think it will kind of, like you said, it will end up being a gold kind of standard. It'll be like that that store of value asset. It'll yeah. be that.
0: Well, here's the thing: no matter what, Bitcoin holders that are exclusively Bitcoin holders are always going to be Bitcoin. Oh holders. yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think those, you'll, pe- those people aren't leaving the game. They've no, checked
1: in for life. The, the Bitcoin maximalists and uh, I love those guys. They will. I think. Bitcoin maximalists are the most bold people
0: because they're the best for the community. They they are.
1: I mean, they are the
0: the forefathers. Yeah,
1: they're 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 like the they're like the flag bearers. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they are just all in. They're completely sold out. They've got cold card wallets. They won't touch. Like what's um they won't touch keep keys or they won't touch tracers or ledgers because yeah. they don't trust them. Like so it's like
0: but, so like then this this just become this is just me being a glass half empty kind of guy. I feel like, well, Bitcoin also, Bitcoin, and it's, how am I going to word this? I want it to be the gold standard. And, but I also see the rocky road that it's had with the Silk Road and all the drug scandals. And it's going to be hard to convince everybody to use that when it was used for something so bad. And I'm not saying like, it's not like money hasn't been used for the yeah, same thing. Cash, yes, yeah, cash, but like. What's it like?
1: Know? Eighty? What's it, It's like a crazy amount of all $20 bills that are in circulation across the world of touch cocaine or something. Yeah, like. Yeah,
0: but it's like, yeah, the drugs have used that too. But I mean, if we're being honest, Bitcoin in the beginning, like four years was exclusively for a black market. Like, yeah, it could be argued that let's let's not joke around here. Like nobody was using this to buy pizzas except for one. guy. (laughs) So and I think what we'll be able to do is eventually
1: uh, I think the Bitcoin maximalists will jump on that right away. And I think they would be quick to say, like, if we truly believe in a they're going to go like to the one end of the spectrum, they're going to say, like. If you truly believe that it is for the people and it's completely decentralized, then people can use it for whatever. Exactly. And um, I agree
0: with that. That's the thing. I agree with that. But the the general populace won't.
1: Oh, yeah. No, they they won't. I think it'll take someone getting on board and not mar- marketing is not the right word, but, you know, doling it out to the people and saying, look, this is the future. This is more efficient than any currency model that we've seen to Mm -hmm. this to this day this will be near instantaneous and and you already see these this kind of um model in like china we know we've talked about this before you know when you're in china you just you everything's on your phone phone. you touch your phone to the merchants you know paint the the pos system and Mm -hmm. boom that's it it's it's done and i think I think it'll just take someone, a company or something going, look, look at this. It'll it'll take like an Apple, you know, like when they came out with the iPhone, when when the iPhone and it just took the world by storm. I think that's kind of what it's going to take because we've gotten through the slow adoption phase, I think, Mm -hmm. in the past 10 years, 11 years. I think now it's time for someone to really kind of take that charge and just go kick in the door. Yeah.
0: Well, I think the, the problem too is like the older generation. It's not like the older generation doesn't like Bitcoin. It's that, I mean, 10 years ago, you didn't have Google Maps. 10 years ago, you you mm-hmm. went to maps.com, printed out your directions, MapQuest. You that yeah, was it. Man. Quest, and you hope you didn't get lost. Yeah. Now, 10 years later, we're trying to revolutionize the financial system, like mm-hmm. how money is used. And that's a big jump. And because, like,
1: considering that the current system has been in use for at least 100 years yeah uh in some way shape or form yeah at least so
0: like we've been using this kind of thing like capitalism for a while and this isn't just about capitalism crypto is not about capitalism it's about finance Mm -hmm. and we've been using money for a long time and before that all we did was trade objects and before that if i wanted your stuff i killed you (laughs) probably (laughs) that's pretty much how it worked and like trying to go for, to, to a better way. People don't also don't want to go a better way. No changes.
1: I think it's like 70% of the population resists change.
0: Yeah. Like it's pain. It's painful because a, you have to realize you were wrong mm-hmm. and no, thanks. Don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And B like you have to do all this stuff and it's, and yeah, this is the
1: way we've always done um, it. You know, I have to, easy.
0: I have to switch all my money to Bitcoin. What if it crashes? Like, and like,
1: uh. I think that's the other, that's a really interesting argument you bring up too, is once we switch to this system, Once we switch to Bitcoin, then all these fiat currencies either what one go away or Mm. two are they just like side? There are they side currencies now? Is this like the beginning to where we kind of move to like a A
0: a globalized currency? Yeah, like a
1: globalized a truly globalized economy or truly globalized order. Mm. I can hear like I can hear some really like like big conspiracy theorists like I can hear like Alex Jones like screaming at us right now. From, I where, where's he? He's like down south somewhere, right? He's he's probably screaming at us right now like, Decent. One World Order, oh my gosh. I like,
0: wish. Oh, that'd be so nice. Maybe we should have him on someday. Oh my gosh, can I you would imagine? pay so much money to be in a room for, with Alex Jones. <laughs> no, can you imagine the stories he has? Oh, I, I can only like imagine. Like some people don't like him, and that's fine. But you have to realize that he is entertaining. And the way he Well, oh, that's why he's so popular. Of course, yeah. it's, it's, it's Oh, my God. <laughs> I know that
1: uh, every time I try and uh, imitate his voice, like the next day I wake up and it feels like I've like smoked a whole pack of cigarettes and like drank a whole like fifth of, of see, vodka. See, that's why you're
0: wrong. You have to do that beforehand and then do the voice. Yeah,
1: and then do the voice. Then, it, then you're all.
0: So do you think so? What do you think about? So like we're talking about Bitcoin going global and global as in let's let's OK, let's go to this magic world where every government. Every government says we're going to use crypto. We're going to use cryptocurrencies exclusively. Bitcoin. We're going in a perfect world. We're all going to use Bitcoin. We're all going to use Satoshi's. How do you think that these governments? Uh, how do you think they handle it in a way like so? Like China would obviously handle it different than America, mm-hmm. which would handle it different than uh, See, Vietnam. And, like, the Haiti.
1: I'm also thinking... Um,
0: Maybe these dictatorship countries like Saudi Arabia. Uh,
1: or I'm also... Even, like, European democracies, I'm thinking, like, the N- Scandinavian socialist Norway. countries. Like, Norway, Sweden, you know, they're going to... Hand- I think probably... I think in a perfect world, the what you would want to happen is, one, you'd want as many people... Because here's the issue. This runs back into that decentralization versus centralization argument that we need to have on a podcast at some point is... If governments are on board, then governments are probably building nodes. You know, Mm -hmm. they're probably running nodes. They're probably part of the network then. And to the point where I think then it becomes dangerous. Because then I think people probably go, oh, well, you know, they're running the network. It's fine. When if you have uh, um, maybe a malicious actor on the Mm -hmm. network building up network, you know, strength, and then they get to a point where they they have 51% mm-hmm. then they can just I mean they can completely take over the network they can rewrite all these transactions they can you know they could pretty much empty everyone's wallets yeah. and put it all in there so you have to I think always and forever the everyday person it will have Bitcoin will have to be accessible to the everyday person for them to be able to run a node um,
0: I like to also point that this will never ever ever happen
1: oh yeah no no the I IRS
0: mean, exists for a reason because they yeah. like knowing where your money
1: is oh yeah and 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 <laughs> there's an argument to be made that you know they have no government i don't know how to say this without sounding really <laughs> i know please do. In, in 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 the in for the bitcoin maximalists the governments have no no ba- no uh, no power here anyway they shouldn't have any say yeah. in it anyway because in a perfect world once bitcoin's in place then banks don't exist and really honestly when you really start kind of going down the line governments would be either non-existent or very 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 small like
0: so would you say they take a more libertarian approach absolutely or would you say they take almost and this is like me being very very sprinkly. I'm trying to. I'm trying to almost. Dance. Would you say that it's almost more communistic, where it's like it's kind of a, a veil over where they have no real power, but they can sometimes give the little pinch, or like they can sometimes go in and just adjust something. They're not in control, but they can sometimes, when needed, go in and.
1: And I think that it really will just depend on when. I'm going to say when when cryptocurrency becomes the new currency system. Yeah. When it replaces this old order of things. It will really just depend on that style of government. I can see if China if China stays the way that it is in its current system, economic, governmental system, that would probably be more... Yeah. That would be, you know, they, yeah. they have kind of an overarching Handover. hand over everything, and yeah. then when needed, they come in and tweak. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, that may also be similar for a Scandinavian socialist country, where... But the difference with them is the people are even on board with the whole system. Because it's democratic. Yeah, because it is democratic. Then you come to a system where it's like the United States. If the United States even exists at this this point, um, I would say probably it is more of a... It's more of a maybe a libertarian. Mm -hmm. But I think at the end of the day, I think most Bitcoin maximalists would say, no, we want... I think if they're being generous, they would want a libertarian system with a very small government. That's basically just like what's necessary to keep order. And then most Gen- of the other to ones. keep the peace. Yeah. And, no, and then the rest of them would be like, no, we want anarchy. We don't want a government. Which in, at the end of the day, when you when you keep taking Bitcoin and its economic and social implications, if you keep logically going towards their end, okay. it usually ends up in anarchy because maybe, maybe not – Maybe that's not, maybe that wasn't Satoshi's vision at the end of the day. Maybe he just wanted something that would work alongside fiat currencies. I think it's because
0: but, when you take decentralization to such a far point, like it's easy to take the stone roll it down the hill and get to, it's, it's easy to start from decentralization at the top of the hill and end in anarchy. At the yeah, top. yeah. I mean, anarchy, not as in like anarchy as in we're like all rioting, rioting constantly. Yeah. I think it was uh, Noam Chomsky who talks a lot about, he talks a lot about anarchy and how it can actually be used correctly mm-hmm. and not like riots in the streets. Yeah. So that's Bitcoin in five to ten years.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would say. I mean, I, I I think bullet points. I think you're looking at, um, you're looking at obviously the price. The price is going to be because of that, just following simple laws of supply and demand. Demand is going to be going up. Supply is coming down.
0: And, and let's, let's make this clear: demand is going up. Yeah, like, we're absolutely. Talking about the Cash App. Yeah. But, uh, I
1: just read what was it? They they will be Square, the company Square that runs Cash App. Um, of course, they do Bitcoin transactions. You can you have your own address. You can deposit, withdraw after verification. Of course, I always got to put that like asterisk in there. Yeah, and um, I think it was like sixteen percent after the having. They'll be they'll be purchasing up to sixteen percent of the supply, the of daily all, supply of, of all Bitcoin. Yeah, and that's that's just to keep up with demand in the cash. That's app.
0: to keep up with demand, and that's scary. Yeah, like like
1: <sighs> that's going to be constantly driving up the. But see. What a lot of Bitcoin maximalists will tell you is that's like the easiest, probably safest way. Yeah, you have to verify yourself, but at least at least in many yeah in many Western parts of the world, United States, probably Canada, Europe. That is probably, if Square offers Cash App in those countries, especially I would say in the United States, that's the easiest way for many people
0: to get it. And it's also very easy for it to be starting to be introduced into Absolutely. common businesses. Because yeah. it's a lot easier to say, let's use Square, and I can use these currencies that are on Square yeah. versus I'm going to use Bitcoin.
1: Yeah, or I'm going to use BTC Pay, which is a company most most people outside of the crypto community haven't Don't heard that, of, yeah. but is really big. So, mm-hmm. so that, I would say, besides the price point difference... And the supply and demand, I'd say within the next five years, I think adoption kicks up. I think we We already see that a lot. I think we're starting. I think we're going to see more mainstream adoption. I think even like merchants and people are going to be wanting to pay with. You know, you're going to go walk. You're going to walk into the coffee shop and they're going to have a sign that says we accept Bitcoin. You know what Mm I mean? Um, And then I think lastly, I think you're going to start seeing more of the. Uh, economic and socio political Implic- implications
0: about other governments trying very hard to start pushing uh, blockchain.
1: Either to- either they're pushing it or they're or they're denying it. Denying or- it. They're trying to control it. Not
0: deny it. I guess that's you can't
1: really. No, because inevitably they're not. They're not trying to deny. It. They're just trying to control it in a which in a yeah. way that that. Um, they keep their hold on their power.
0: First, you deny, then you supply, but you supply your own thing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like an animal farm, like where they they made all these rules, and then they'd keep they'd keep doing the things in the rules and keep scratching out the rules at the same time. So like it's like oh no 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 no, We're, like this rule's fine now that we deleted this. Mm-hmm. That's how they're gonna do it. Block- like oh no, blockchain's not bad, our blockchain's good.
1: Yeah, I, and I think you'll start. I think probably what will develop within the next, I'd say especially probably ten years. Is you you will see, you will see two different forms of regulation. You will see adoptive regulation where we're just trying to make sure it's not used for money laundering. I think you are
0: going to see that a lot in Eastern European. Uh not East. Oh, maybe some Eastern European countries, but a lot of Europe.
1: A lot of Europe is going to be, I think, more adoptive regulation where, Definitely. and I would say even even Asia. Oh yeah. Um, and then I think you are going to start seeing a more restrictive, uh, um, regulation in the West. And I would say probably depending on. Depending on who's in charge, and, in and the, the United States, and yeah, in the next um, and over the next eight years, and then I'd say maybe a Russia, you know, Russia, Latin American, um, some of the Latin American dictatorships, communist countries, Commun- and that's where you'll start to see. Which is, you know, it's really sad is that we just lump the United States in with like dictatorships, dictatorships. But I mean, depending on the administration, that's that's what yeah, happens. It, it
0: does depend on the administration.
1: So. But yeah, that's Bitcoin. We, you know. That's our opinion. That's Bitcoin. our opinion of Bitcoin in five to ten years. You know, tell us what you think. Comment, like, subscribe, and chat with us sometime. Yes. Just a nice little,
0: we forgot our fake fireplace. Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> well, thanks for coming to this talk. I'm Landon. I'm Jacob. And thanks for listening to CryptoCreaties.